Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. We have not been in the man cave since Halloween. Did you at least get any good trick-or-treat candy? It was a good year for me. I'll tell <laughs> That's you what. so specific. <laughs> I robbed Landon's Snickers. I probably ate like 25 Snickers out of Landon's bag. So I'm a big Almond Joy fan. I like Almond Joy. I'm, I'm Butterfinger Snickers. That's Butterfinger. Ooh. So before you said you were a big Almond Joy fan, that is the one thing I was going to mention. No Almond Joys. There was a ton of mounds. No Almond Joys. Who and that's buys the mounds? the thing I go for because Lucas never likes them. That's soulless. Why would you buy a mounds and not an Almond Joy? Soulless is a good description of a mounds. <laughs> that's terrible. Like who? When's the last time you've known anybody to go into a grocery store or a gas station? They come out and like, what'd you get? A mounds bar. <laughs> sometimes you feel like it, and sometimes oh. you don't. So we got we got plenty to talk about. It's been a couple of weeks, but we're going to try to keep it current. You know, we got the NFL stuff, and, and we're going to have a fun time talking about our uh, preseason predictions, which, uh, you know, I can't wait. <sighs> but they're, they're worse than our stone-cold picks. They're, they're t- well, it, it sheds a lot of light on how we feel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to review that stuff. We're going to hit a lot on college football that we normally don't talk about just because a lot of cool stuff has happened. Plus, we have the uh, playoff rankings that are out now on on top of that, we floated some stuff on social media today that created a lot of controversy, so I'm excited to go over that. Uh, and then we'll, as always, do our lead pipe locks of the week. But before we get into all that, something that we've abstained from quite a bit talking about on this show is the one, the only, Colin Kaepernick. Now, the reason why we have done such, for everyone listening, is it's not news until it's news. You know what I mean? Like, just because he posted something on Twitter or he's griping that he's not getting an opportunity, that's not news. He hasn't played football for three years. However, he is now going to Atlanta and is going to work out for 11 teams. The Cardinals, Falcons, Browns, Broncos, Lions, Patriots, Giants, Jets, Bucks, and Redskins are all sending representatives. What are your thoughts on Colin Kaepernick finally getting his shot that he feels like is well overdue? All I want to say is this, regardless of which position or which side you're on, you kind of will get attacked a little bit for that. Myself, I uh, I look at it like this. I grew up on a military basis. I'm going to leave all that off to the side and look purely at the talent standpoint of it. Here is my opinion. Michael Vick signed his second $100 million contract in the NFL after spending two years in federal prison for running a dogfighting ring. <laughs> he did. There were people outside of Philadelphia uh, headquarters, Eagles headquarters, protesting his signing. He proved that he was worth it. If you are an uber-talented athlete, you get multiple chances. So that, that's my opinion. If you're totally uberly talented, you get Greg Hardy. It's all about the talent ratio versus distraction. Exactly. I mean, at the end of it, he was pretty much a borderline starter. I don't remember who he – who was he battling with at the end? Blaine Gabbert, baby. Yeah, Where's so, he at? Where exactly. are you now? <laughs> so, I mean, like, it wasn't like he was a sure thing even when he was playing last, and that was three years ago. So, I'll keep it short and sweet as a Raiders fan. I'm glad they're one of the teams that wasn't mentioned. So, <laughs> bravo, Chucky. <laughs> Neither I was Cincinnati, that. who definitely needs a quarterback. And, and he still might be able to play. But, you know, regardless on how you feel about his position and what he is and his character or whatever you may feel about the situation, at the end of the day, is he going to help your team and is it going to outweigh the distraction and I, I just don't think it is I know there's people out there that want social justice for this but I'm sorry it's too much for the fans because there's equally as many people out there that hate it and if you're running a business which this is what the NFL is you don't do things to jeopardize your business I think like you look at the, the contending teams 
they're not going like let's say like the Raiders up and coming, you know, like they are, and then any team that's in a playoff hunt, they wouldn't want to take him on just because of the circus that follows. So if things are clicking, that could derail it real quick in many ways because there's going to be guys on the team that disagree as well. So I mean, or worse, I, what if he brings out right, more people that want right. to take a knee, and all of a sudden you're on the leading story of right. Sports Center about a guy who's on the bench? Yep. It's just so many, so many things could go wrong. So I mean, I don't. It's a gamble. It really is. You hit the nail on the head right there. If you were your front line starter, top five MVP candidate, no doubt type talent, he would be on a roster. But he isn't. That's why he has not been on a roster because it, what you just said, weighing the uh, pros versus the cons and his talent doesn't outweigh what comes with it when you're trying to run a business which is what each nfl franchise is this is an exhaustive conversation i am proud of us for avoiding it as long as we have we really won't speak of it again unless he gets signed maybe we'll talk about how he didn't get signed but i do have one final question but mr brown's got something on his mind i don't know if it's what you're going to say but real quick do you think he signs well i was going to ask that was my last question who's going to sign him who, who signs him? I say nobody. I don't believe that he gets signed at this point, but there could be teams there who are looking at him for next, so season. next year. You're thinking it's going to carry over into the offseason. I believe the and maybe. springboards into the end of the spring. Yeah, I mean, then you could kind of absolve yourself if you did give him a chance if he sucks in preseason. You know, you're oh, cut him. He's done. Well, if you sign him next year and you run him through your OTAs and your training camp, you're not really paying him anything until his game one Correct. check. So it gives you a chance to look at him at a minimal amount. So your prediction is he signs in the spring? If he does sign, it will be in the spring. What, he what, what the will he or won't he? What though? are the odds of that, you think? If I had to say he does or doesn't either way, I'd say no, he doesn't. I, I, I'm with both of you. I don't think he signs. It's Time's not on his side. And his talent wasn't on his side either. So no. <laughs> I, I don't see it happening. I just, it's not going to happen. Just my opinion. 32 years old. Yeah. Well, let's keep things moving and we'll keep talking to NFL. So I just feel like we have to at least address the elephant in the room because we have buried Lamar Jackson like since the beginning of the season. And we kind of came around after the Seattle game. But is he your front runner for MVP right now? And more importantly, if he's not, I'm just curious. Who are you looking at as your your midseason NFL MVP right now? For me, it's Wilson, and then I'd say Jackson's right behind him. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you almost. I, I'm identically with you actually. I love Russ, and then then it's Lamar. Yeah, I agree. That's the same way I'm leaning. Russell's just having one of those iconic remember it 20 years from now type seasons now are we ever going to get to where it's not a quarterback anymore like is that just where we're stuck like i hate being on that i mean look at the year mccaffrey's having he's just dominant he's the best running back and it's not close <laughs> not even he's close. killing people so and I, he's not even in the discussion well i was going to even say on defense like we're getting ready to watch the thursday night game here with Pitt. how how good has fitzpatrick been for Pittsburgh. Well, he's lit a fire. They're a completely different team since he got there. I mean, they're five and two with him there, and Pittsburgh was garbage. And everyone was wondering, like, because that's when Big Ben went down and they were struggling, and then like then they trade for him, and you're like, what the hell are they doing? Because what vision do they have? And now <laughs> they're just they're just scratching. We're just going all in on defense. They're winning close games, and right now they're five and four, and they're in the sixth spot in the a- AFC right now. I that's think cr- they were like zero and three or one and three when they traded for him. We all kind of had that same thought. What the hell are you doing? Your season's lost. No, but I mean, look, and it's not that he's just been a good player there. Like, you watch the highlights, or if you're watching Red Zone or whatever, if you're not watching Pittsburgh games, Micah Fitzpatrick pops up all the freaking time. 
I mean, it's an interception here, fumble recovery for a touchdown there, making plays, just just absolutely earning his bread right now. You know, I really think for someone other than a quarterback, because it's kind of become the quarterback award over years here, is that you'd have to have a McCaffrey-type season with the star on your helmet on, you know, <laughs> six, seven primetime games. That's the only way someone other than a quarterback wins it. All right, so outside of MVP – you know, we didn't really do preseason predictions on MVP, I don't think. We had some banter and some talk around it. But one thing we did do preseason predictions on were the division winners as we go around the the uh, different areas of the NFL. And we listened to this live a minute ago before we came on to record voices. the podcast. Yeah, it was nice. In the chipmunk voices. We were doing it fast. But um, we're going to break this down and compare kind of where we were. Does anybody have the actual division standings? Can you pull that up just so we have it? Because I, I want to see how how terrible we actually are. But unilaterally, we'll start in the AFC and we'll go to the AFC West. We all had Kansas City. Now, I think we get a mulligan on that one because you didn't know Mahomes was going to get hurt. And if you look at the AFC West, you'd probably feel pretty good about that pick. Although, Mr. Brown's uh, Oakland Raiders are, are – You say right. There's – the Raiders are surging and climbing right now. But do you regret picking Kansas City? I don't regret. I don't regret picking them. Um, we, we couldn't. Regrets. I've known. <laughs> we could have known Mahomes going out like he did, and then McCoy's been, you know, up and down hurt. Hill was out for several weeks. They've been banged up, and the fact they're still in first place, but at six and four, but they're hanging on by a thread. Are they going to finish him first? I believe they will. I'll be honest. I'm really rooting for Oakland and that autumn wind to take them over. But, <laughs> hey, we picked them to be first in the division, and with some bad luck and injuries, they're still first in the division. I think it, it could honestly come down. They could actually end up tying with the Raiders, and I'm not saying it because I'm a homer. Um, the Raiders' schedule <laughs> the last half of the year, for it's, real. It's gravy. No, it, it's easy. And the Chiefs have a harder schedule, so they still got the Patriots, right? They do. So I think they could both go around 10-6. and six. So the one thing that Biggie missed when we were playing that earlier, though, because he wasn't here yet, was he did have a bold prediction about a wild card coming out of the AFC West with the Los Angeles Chargers. And uh, how, how's that turning out for you? Well, about <laughs> game week. Well, <laughs> to his defense, so, though, I, I said they was going to go 14-2, and two, the Chiefs. He, you you he, did. He destroyed me on that. So. But he did because he was so high on the charges, yeah. the Charger. London charges. <laughs> well, here's what I'll say. <laughs> At the end of this season, Philip Rivers will have twice as many kids as the Chargers do wins. That's how far I missed. All right. That, we might have to split a difference. Do we get to do a, a half on that for over-under? I don't I'll know. I'll say this. At this point in the season where the Chargers are at 4-6 and six and looking real lackluster, who's their backup? Who do they have drafted? Because this is Philip Rivers last season as their starter. <laughs> all right. Hey, we'll keep it moving. The, the AFC North. So we pretty much all just took a dump on Baltimore. We didn't believe in them. We knew Cincinnati was an afterthought. You know, I picked Pittsburgh. Biggie took the Browns, the paper champions. And then Mr. Brown pretty much just cheated and picked two teams. He uh, said the, the Steelers and Browns would tie. And I even gave a record, 10-6. and six. You did, uh, which, we which were, would be impressive if that happened somehow. <laughs> yeah, we, we didn't know Big Ben. We knew he was fat, but my God, we didn't know he was going to get hurt like he did. And here, here's Pittsburgh still – they're clawing around and in there, but – Baltimore, man. I said they were going to be 6-10, and 10, and they're just destroying people. They're going to win 12 games. I mean, think about that. Baltimore's beat New England, and they've beat the Seahawks. And Seattle was on the road, too. 
You know, and they impressive, impressive. murdered New England. You know what I say when I look at this division right now? I drank the Browns Kool-Aid. I was high on Baker Mayfield, Beckham. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. The two teams in this division that are doing the work, Harbaugh's been in Baltimore for, what, 12 years? They have one losing <laughs> season. Long? Uh, how long has Mike Tomlin been there? They have one losing season in like 13, 14 years. Should know better than the bet against a good coach. I feel like the people who think Tomlin is overrated will, will have to eat a little bit of crow this year for the job that he's been able to do because a lot of people will say that he should have done a lot more with all the talent he's had come through the halls there in Pittsburgh. But you know what? He, he's earning his paycheck this, this year. This is the best job you know, so far. He's clearly, clearly. Um, but what about uh, Baker Mayfield's uh, photo for the end of the year? Did y'all like that? <laughs> the Costanza. <laughs> <laughs> so, so preseason was the beard. Now yeah. we're at the handlebar mustache, and now he's going to look like Costanza by the end of the year. I mean, that's kind of what the season's been for him. <laughs> he really shaved from pregame to postgame. Yeah. <laughs> that's that what this season has been. All right. Uh, the AFC South, we all picked Houston. I, I still stand by that pretty, pretty strongly. They're in first place. You know, the only thing that uh, worries me about the Texans is they are so dependent on Deshaun Watson. The Lions got a little bit better, but. That division's so pathetic. It's going to be the Texans. I mean, I feel like the Colts, which I've said several times, are way overachieving. So it's going to be the Texans. I think they run away with it. Big still. game for the Texans this weekend. They're going to run away with it. They're playing Baltimore this week. Well, not this week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on, the AFC East. Uh, Miggy and yeah. myself both decided can, can to have this a, one. No, nope, the, the only, only reason we have to we got to analyze this one. So we we picked the Patriots, which uh, everybody's like, how could you just not pick the Patriots? That division's so garbage. And Mr. Brown, he didn't pick the Patriots. He didn't even pick the Bills. He didn't pick the Dolphins. He picked the J E T S Jets 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 J E T S Jets Jets Jets. How am I gonna know that the swamp motto is gonna take over New York? It's too late now. How am I gonna know? You you didn't just pick them. You emphatically picked them. You said Brady was gonna get old. They were gonna break down, and the time is now for Sam. Donald. I didn't know Fiona was walking through that door. <laughs> the swamp monster got him. He got him. <laughs> Just move on. That's all you can do at that point. All right, we'll go to the <laughs> NFC. Mr. Brown had the Rams. Biggie and myself, we had the Seahawks. So the Rams, uh, they're uh, they're 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 not even in our top ten power rankings anymore. They, they've fallen. I don't know where they've gone. They're, they're five and four. Golf struggling. He's taking a huge step back. Gurley, we don't know what's wrong Can't with stay Gurley. Healthy. They won't even give him carries. They're just struggling. Other than uh, Cooper, you know. Cooper Cup. He's killing it for fantasy purposes. But other than that, they're garbage. Seattle's running away with this one, right? Who would have? No, no, no. I mean, wait, wait, wait. We, we, we're we missing that San Francisco is in this division. Yeah. My mistake. Where, where did that come from? You know what I mean? The power of porn. <laughs> it was the power of porn. <laughs> they're all healthy this year. I'll give them credit for one thing. When they put this plan together, it's been, what, Garoppolo got traded there midway two seasons ago. He's healthy. Shanahan's calling a good game. That that defense is lights out. That's what's carrying them. Yeah, and, and that's that's the it's thing. That line, I don't man. think anybody predicted that they were going to be the best defense in football. No, and they are. I mean, especially that front four, that front seven, unbelievable. No, they're the best. And, and defense Jimmy G in their just conference. wins. And, and it's all subjective, but you all are dogging me because I ranked the Niners at the top of the power rankings for myself. And I'll tell you why: because they played Seattle. 
and they hung right with them. To me, it shows they can be they can play with anybody. They were without uh, Sanders. They didn't Kittle. have Kittle, who's their best target. I mean, I feel like no one's going to want to run into them in the playoffs. So I feel like they could go to, if they went to the Super Bowl right now this year. It wouldn't surprise me. I think they're a great team. I'm not saying that, but I, I just think that they're unless I'm missing something. I'm not looking at it on paper here. I just don't feel like they're entirely tested through their schedule yet. Yeah, they got a couple tough games coming up. They got a game with the Packers that'll be pretty telling, and then Where's they have at, to go. You know? It's in San Francisco. Okay. And I don't they think have that matters. Go, I mean, they just need to win. They have to go up to Seattle yet, and that'll kind of decide the division. I was on the Seahawks to start the year because I'm huge on Ross and Pete Carroll. I think the Niners, even though they have the better record, they still have a little something to prove yet. And let me be clear on the power rankings. I'm not saying what it's going to be at the end of the year. I'm saying right now. Right now. Yeah. You think yep. right now yep. they're the best team in football? I mean, they can play with anybody. All right. I, I, I can accept that. I just wanted to criticize. That's all. All right. How about the uh, North? We all had different teams here. Mr. Brown took the Packers. Biggs, Homer, went with the Vikings. Because, you know, he's been to a game there, so therefore he picks them. And then uh, for some ungodly reason, I decided to pick the Bears. <laughs> I guess I thought the Bears are going to be like the Niners and just have that type of defense. You're going and, for the yep, that's. I don't know what's worse, the Jets or the Bears. Mm. I think Jets. it's the Jets. The Jets. <laughs> the Jets. Hey, but two things. One, I like cheese, so I'm getting it right so far. Right. I love cheese. The second thing is, how much did they cru- uh, crucify the Raiders for trading Khalil Mack? Yeah. I mean, franchise player, Here's right? something for you right now. Jacobs, who they got for Khalil Mack, essentially, and they're getting their pick, which could be in the top eight or even lower. This year, the Raiders get that pick. Right. Jacobs has more rushing yards and every stat for running back than the whole entire Bears uh, running back crew. Well, I believe By himself. That. I've seen the Bears so play. We, we, we had good. this argument preseason for fantasy, Montgomery or Jacobs. So I think it's Jacobs, guys. Clearly. <laughs> I love that stat because people have been killed in Chucky for a year now with how many stacks, sacks Cleo Mack had. Look at where it turned out in the long run, and they're paying uh, Josh Jacobs a lot less money. I mean, I will I say, liked, I, sorry, I liked their Bears pick really. I mean, I didn't think there's going to be the winning division, but their defense has fell back a lot. But out of out of all the picks that we've done so far, though, with one of you picking Minnesota and the other picking Green Bay, this is the one that's still probably the most up in the air. I think. Well, when we were talking preseason, how many Cook games? I think we had uh, Dalvin Cook playing, and I thought he was over ten or something. As we were, we said under. He wasn't going to play ten games. I thought he was over, and that's why I thought the Vikings would do well. And as long as he stays healthy, I, I still like my pick them winning this division. And, Trubisky's trash. <laughs> I mean, but, this is he's done right. But the Bears aren't yeah. going to the Bears are not going to see Kaepernick. It's terrible. <laughs> I mean, like I, I've he- I've heard the Newton rumors to the Bears, and I've and then somebody brought up Andy Dalton to the Bears. I think either one of those it's and the Bears could be a playoff team. <laughs> Probably because really. at least they're passable the Bears, pros. Right. They got to make a move with the defense that you have is a still a top elite defense. Uh, for another couple seasons, you got to do something on offense. You can't be seven and nine, six and ten, wasting Khalil Mack. And nah, I mean, Trubisky is like a Mark Sanchez. He, he's a Blake Bortles on his good day. You know, he's he, for the butt he, He's yeah, he's <laughs> it's coming. Yeah. Only it's not going to be a meaningful game. All right, the NFC East least. The, well, that's what we said. The garbage heap that is. is. You called that one. Yeah, and, and they're uh, not really lighting it up as we speak. But Dallas and Philly are are tied at first, I believe. And Mr. Brown, you took the Cowboys. Biggie, myself took the Eagles. Both at a whopping five and four. They are 
Electrifying. Yeah. <laughs> the most underwhelming division leaders across the NFL, in my opinion. This is one of those where they shouldn't just reward the division winners. They should just make them a, like a wild card and just penalize them. We're, is this going to be one of those nine and seven years that somebody makes the playoffs? I Maybe think, eight and eight? I think so. I believe I believe so. Nine and seven, and uh, they'll be hosting a playoff game. And last but not least, we have the uh, NFC South. Let's skip this one, too. I picked... Nolans, I, I picked the the Saints, and I even you know kind of went out on a limb and was saying they were kind of my dark horse for the Super Bowl, which I don't know how dark of a horse that is. Yeah, They're always a good there, team. Though. And then you guys unanimously went the other way and decided to go with the Dirty Birds. You <laughs> picked the Falcons. Well, I don't know what. Explain yourselves. There. Maybe Mr. Brown can explain it. Did I pick that after you? Maybe you influenced. <laughs> you did me pick after Mr. Brown. Oh, you know God. why you picked it, right? Why? Whiskey. Whiskey. Oh. <laughs> no, I will say the Saints being in first place, it doesn't surprise me uh, because of how good they are, good coaching, good player, blah, blah, blah. The Falcons uh, are garbage. How the Falcons aren't, like, say, where the Panthers are, five and four, how they are two and seven, just are starting one and seven, blows. How are they that bad? Ryan's out there. Julio's out there. Your guys are Dan there. Dan Quinn's out there. No, I mean, like the beginning Still of the year, the beginning of the year when he's making these picks, if you'd have told me Breeze missing four or five weeks, whatever he missed, Cam Newton's out for the year, I'd have said absolutely the Falcons are running away with it. See, that's what happened. You saw into the future. You knew these things were going to happen, I know, but so like, you went with the Falcons. There's, they have so many toys. How are they that bad? And because Matt they ain't Ryan's, got batteries. Matt Ryan's a good quarterback. and just, they, they, I, I'm not a big fan of the running game. I don't oh. like Freeman. But it's they don't struggles. really commit to it either. So no. is it is it the defense? I mean, I, what is it? It's a little bit of everything. Matt I, Bryant's sixty five and he can't kick. I mean, they, I don't know. They He's have no out. identity. You know, they're really Goodyear, where they went to the Super Bowl, Kyle Shanahan was running that offense. Since he's left, they had one year where they were able to get into the playoffs, and but their offense went backward that year. And with a lot of the same talent, it's continued to go backwards. So is it Kyle Shanahan was just that good, got him to that point? You know, coaching was a big part. I just I'm blown away. That's the one pick where I'm like, how are they that bad? You could think that the Jets might suck or something like that. You don't expect the Falcons to be that bad. All right, all right, so my most regrettable pick for the division obviously was the Bears. What was your most regrettable decision that you, you made at the beginning of the year? Falcons. Obviously, it was the Jets. Okay. okay. I mean, the Falcons are a close second, but at I least mean, their potential was there. So, I, I had to do something, guys, because everyone's picking the Patriots. You know, I, I had to do something. I can't make myself pick Tom Brady because eventually, <laughs> before he's 60, he's got to fall off. Well, he's playing until 47 now. So um, I'll say this. I hope the Ravens murder him by 40 in the playoffs. Nah, BB. They're going to up it. We'll make a side bet if it happens. All right. Jump in the Poker River. I will. Off a rope swing on a tree that holds. It's got to be rated for like 425 pounds. Off. I don't want the branch coming down on top of me. Oh, no. uh, what about the rope? It can just break in mid-swing. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be good. It'll be one of those YouTube videos where he's swinging and he just snaps and hits the bank and rolls in. The, mud. the branch falls off yeah. and lands on top of him. Yeah. As bad as the Browns pick was, there was a lot of people drinking that Kool-Aid. Oh, there was. There was. Absolutely. No, I, I mean, I think it was more or less a, a thought that the other teams would take a step back. True. I, I think that's a, it was a lot of Cleveland rising and the other teams, Baltimore not being ready, Cincinnati being garbage, and Pittsburgh just getting older. Didn't happen. That shows why we suck so bad at our picks. Can't wait for that segment here at the end of the show. All right. Well, at least the Falcons 
were picked by you guys and not me. (laughs) (laughs) We don't spend a whole lot of time on the show talking about college football, but I'll tell you what, it was an awesome weekend this past week. We had some big-time matchups, but let's cut right to the chase. LSU's got to be the number one runaway favorite for this whole thing now, right? I agree. It's kind of crazy. We've talked about this earlier in the year, not so much on the podcast, just kind of me and you talking about how much different LSU looks now as they, they have actually a quarterback. have a quarterback <laughs> and they got a Heisman front running quarterback. It's uh I like what they're doing down there. I mean, they, they went into Tuscaloosa and, and put it on. Yeah. I mean, the score made the game look a lot closer than what it was. I mean, I should have went with my gut. Bigs talked me out of two hundred fifty dollars, <laughs> and that's all I want to say about that. <laughs> I like how when you asked me, I was very quick just to be like LSU, yeah. no questions, no no commentary, just they're going to win, and they did. Uh, but the the playoffs, uh, the committee, they're out. You know, we've had two rankings released so far. Do you feel like they're getting it right? Do you think there's some questions there? What What are your thoughts? My only thing after this last week where they updated the rankings is that. Where they set right now, I'm not as high on Georgia as they are. They got them setting at four. I think Georgia will play their way out of that spot, but it's time. I still think Alabama's a better team than Georgia. Well, Georgia's got a big, uh, big game this week with Auburn. Yep. So it might be over now, you know. But we were talking uh, earlier in the week about how if you just compared the bad losses, you know, Oregon's loss versus Georgia's loss. I think Georgia's to South Carolina's oh, a lot that's worse. Such a bad loss. <laughs> and then you look at it. Auburn wins this weekend. Alabama beats Auburn at the end of the year. They're in the top. There has not been a playoff yet since this four-team scenario started. That hasn't had Alabama in it. And it won't happen this year if they win out. Uh, Who did Oregon lose to? They lost to Auburn. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah. okay. Close, right at the end of the game. It was early in the year, right? Yeah, first game of the year. Okay. Almost last play of the game. Next to last play of the game, uh, they they lost. And, you know, the the thing is the SEC is always getting that bias because they they beat each other up, but, like, their non-conference has got to impact them at some point. Yeah, their non-conference is crap. You, they schedule Coastal Carolina as almost a second bye week, third bye week type. So they always, they always do that the week before Auburn. So you guys deep into college football, love to watch it. What do you think of Minnesota? This weekend they beat, you know, your – Penn State was coming out. I know, man. I was all on Penn State. I kept saying they were going to make the playoff, and now they're they're not. Unless Saturday morning, what? Yeah, I change it to Monday Monday morning music. It doesn't matter what they're called. (laughs) You got it wrong. (laughs) But but my hope would be that they somehow find a way to beat Ohio State. What? And and then, (laughs) (laughs) and then, uh, and then some. I mean, if they could find a way to make it to the Big Ten title game, they they still have a chance. But Minnesota, you know. Not ooh, what happened? It's a good hit, but somebody got lit up. Feet there. I'm proud of it. The Steelers and Browns game has begun. That's he that's didn't the flop like a fish this time. <laughs> <laughs> but but the 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 thing for Penn State, they're pretty much done unless they beat Ohio State in Columbus, which which is going to be unlikely. But you know that was my hope. Uh, but Minnesota, you know, again, not a crazy you know difficult schedule. I think they're ranked right where they should be, even though they're undefeated. But beating Penn State, that that's that's a feather in the cap right there for row the boat. And I don't know, they they have a big game. They're they're playing uh, Iowa this week, so there's a there's a ranked team for them to test to see if this is going to go to their head or not. You know, Chad, that excellent idea you have with the playoff format that you we're, we're going to talk about that for years and years. You want to know how that comes into effect? Minnesota gets in, Oregon gets in, Oklahoma gets in. One SEC team gets in. Somehow, Ohio State's out with one loss. Clemson's out with no losses. They become that team. 
that's how it gets expanded. Right. Well, and, and so let's so let's hit on that real quick. Possibly. You know, we yeah. we put a thing up today about doing an actual playoff, similar to what the FCS level does and pretty much what every sport of football does at any level. They have playoffs except for major college football. And whether you do an eight team where it's the five power five conference winners and then, you know, three at large, or if you do 16 is which what we put up where all conference winners got in and then you had six at large, you know, how is that not better than the system we got? Because when you're starting to look at maybe number one and number two is pretty decisive and you know who they are, but you're basing it all of, of the eye test, as they like to say, like who just looks good. Like you don't know. Not everybody's playing. And you got an SEC conference where they only play eight conference games. When they have 14 teams of the conference, you can't play a ninth conference game like the rest of them. Like this is bull crap. And, and like I don't understand why we can't get behind an idea where we actually determine who a real national champion is by doing playoffs you know why i want to think that that it is it's it's money and it's a great idea i think it should happen but somewhere someone is making money off of central michigan playing the number seven team from the acc in the bahamas well who says they can't still do that why are they still going to support that you know the fc why do they support it now it, but you either you're telling the me the bahamas bowl builds out. into the orange bowl somehow that's bull crap i don't i'm saying that the bowl system somehow would have an effect because there's so much money to be made out there i mean they keep expanding there's 40 bowl so games now my question is do they still do these lesser bowls and doing their separate thing or do they just do the 16 teams and that's it i think you do your playoffs and if you want to appease the big bowl games you let them be the sites after the first round no but i mean like, like let's say like the, the six and six teams that want to win money for their uh schools would they have just separate bowls that's not in the playoffs like kind of like kind of like now yeah yeah why not that's what i'm saying would they still See, get to do that to me, I'd still like that. Just like you had on there, the Big Bulls, Cotton Bowl, Orange Bowl, Fiesta, they take all the teams in the playoffs. There's still a West Virginia versus whoever in the Blue Bonnet Independence, whatever bowl, <laughs> on, the 20, on, the on the 23rd of December because West Virginia went 7-5. and five. It's like college football's NIT. There's no exactly. reason it can't all be there. I just think that that's... Why not do a separate bracket for 16 more I mean, more you teams. could. I mean, you do. I mean, it's the lesser playoffs. NIT, I mean, mine's blown. I mean, in college bracket. basketball now, they got tournaments even below the NIT. West yeah. Virginia was winning one last year. That was year. terrible. Yeah, we won't revisit. Let's just get rid of that tournament. I think Coastal Carolina just scored again. Yeah. But, you know, it's, <laughs> it's one of those things where if the teams want to play – uh, you know, look at college football. They don't even get to do a preseason scrimmage. It's the only level of football where they can't you, – you, you can't have Ohio State and Tennessee do like a, a scrimmage in August. Even though you can do that anywhere, you see inter-squad practices in the NFL, and then they have a preseason. In high see, school they have that. But why can't you do anything different in college football? For a 16-team playoff, what I think would be perfect is when we were kids, you used to have that kickoff game, which was like the – Second to last or last weekend of August. It could be like the 25th, 26th. Right. The entire season starts that weekend. If you play a week before you do, that puts every college championship game or final game around the weekend of Thanksgiving. Boom. You have your three weeks of playoffs, your two-week Christmas break, and then your championship Well, you game. could even – you could even they'll never do this because of the money, but you could even cut it back to an eleven game season instead of a twelve game and stop scheduling all these FCS opponents. In fact, if you do all this, maybe we just make that rule where you can't schedule an FCS opponent unless it's the first week of the season, yep. and you only get one. You can't play two. You all can't you're play. Doing is you're paying them for a victory for a scrimmage because, like you just said, you're not allowed to scrimmage. That's why those schools are there for week one. 
And, and like, I'm not sitting here telling you that Cincinnati and Appalachian State and, and, you know, Miami, Ohio and teams like that are going to make a run in the playoffs. But you know what? There's always a chance they could do something. And then I think about all those Boise teams, all those UCF teams that were good but not quite good enough. At least they'd shut up. And everybody's saying that, well, then the 17th team's going to be upset. Shut up. Yeah. You know, the, the 60, 69th team's not upset in college basketball. I and mean, if they are, we don't care. We move on. You know, the, the gap starts to wide at a certain point to where it's not that big of a deal. And I think people just need to embrace some change. But the NCAA, as we know, does not like change. Now, this weekend, we got a couple of big games. We already mentioned them. So, Georgia, Auburn, who, who you got there, Biggs? I'm rolling with Auburn. I'm with you. I think Auburn's going to knock Georgia out of this discussion. I do. You got to say on it, Mr. Brown? I got to go to Georgia just to be different. All right. Baylor is undefeated. I, I have an opinion on this they, one. They're playing Oklahoma at home, so they get they get Oklahoma coming to Waco. Is Baylor going to keep the dream alive? No, and it's not going to be close. It's going to be ugly, right? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Sorry, I, I knew that was probably your take, but it's not like we disagreed with well, it. Well, I mean, oh, nice. Oh, the Browns that's just scored a yeah. touchdown. Is that Odell? Just throw me the damn ball. Odell. <laughs> oh, the Browns are one of the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> They're back. All right, then we got um, Minnesota and Iowa. We talked about is Minnesota going to keep the dream alive? I think they do. I do. I like them. They're I on like the road. They yep. They're going into Kinnick Stadium. I think Stadium. that they went out through the schedule they have left, and then they lose the uh, Big Ten title game to Ohio State. Kind of like uh, what Wisconsin did there a few years ago. Yep. Very similar to that Wisconsin team. And then uh, Navy is ranked going into uh, Notre Dame. So is Notre Dame going to completely fall out of relevance here, or do they find a way to beat Navy? In my mind, they already have. Golden Domers can shove it up where the sun don't shine. <laughs> Midshipmen, baby. <laughs> I like it. I'm going with Navy, too, I hope, anyway. Not putting money on it, though. It'll be the Irish. <laughs> Hopefully we look forward to talking about more college football as the season goes. We're going to keep posting our playoff brackets every week based off of what the uh, playoff committee gives us as far as the rankings go. But LSU or bust, right? LSU or bust, ride or die, baby. Let's go, Farmer Fran. Oh, when we hear that music, we know what time it is. It is time for NFL Lead Pipe Stone Cold Locks of the Week. And we've been staying consistent. We've done it the past few weeks, even though we were absent from the show. And Biggie, I guess you're still top dog, right? You're still holding on to first. I'm top dog with us, which I take a ton of pride in because it's bragging rights in the offseason. I'm also uh, currently... Four and a half games ahead of the best picker over Bleacher Report. Oh, nice. <laughs> He's got to throw that well, in there. Yeah, how are we doing? doing? How are we doing? Uh, you guys are running with uh, between second and third over there. Okay. So, I- I'm sure I'm third. That's okay. Their low end is 64 and 53, and I want to say the lowest guy for us is somewhere in that same area, maybe a game or better, a game worse. So, I know each week. Chad like makes up a game or two, and he just keeps inching closer to it, me. It's a it's a crawl. It's a methodical crawl. I hope he just runs out of time, <laughs> man. <laughs> and that, that's what's working against me. I don't know how much time I got left, but uh, I'm gonna bring up the uh, the records here real quick, just so we can get it out there. Biggie clearly in first at 79 and 69. Mister Mister Brown, you're the opposite at 69 and 79, and I'm. 66 and 82. Yep. I could overtake you this week. So I'll throw this out there. 
Mr. Chad the Mark. You said 66 and 82? Yep. The number three bringing up the rear for the Bleacher Report at this current point is Gary Davenport at 64, 83, and 1. See, I'm a professional, damn it. I can do this too. We posted that before and somebody's like, F Gary Davenport. <laughs> I don't even know who he is. That didn't even make me feel that much yeah. better. <laughs> All right, so we're going to quickly hit tonight's Thursday night game because it's on right now, first quarter. But Pittsburgh on the road to Cleveland. Cleveland is a three-point favorite. We all picked the Browns, right? Dog pound, baby. Browns all right. Covering. So that being said, let's get into the meat of this schedule. So we got some fun matchups, and I'll be honest with you, some of these are a little difficult. We'll go into Carolina where the Falcons, your division winners that you picked, are <laughs> on the road, and they are a four-and-a-half-point underdog. Who do you got? I am rolling with Carolina to cover at home. I like uh, bounce back from last week. They were in that game all the way to the end. Carolina is a solid team. Atlanta was 1-7 for a reason. Show us why this week. I'm done with the Falcons. I won't pick them the rest of the year. I'm going Carolina. No, I think it's obvious. It's only a four and a half point spread. Carolina, I think, covers that at home without a problem. That's easy. All right, this is a fun one. Buffalo, who's kind of struggled a little bit in the past few weeks after being red hot, are on the road to the surprisingly resurgent Miami Dolphins, who are a six and a half point home dog. This one for me was actually a tough pick with the way the Dolphins have been playing and the fact that I love Bills Mafia. I'm going against what I was going to do here. I'm taking the Bills to cover. I love Bills Mafia as well. I'm going Dolphins. (laughs) (laughs) I love Bills Mafia as well, and I'm going Dolphins. (laughs) I just can't do it, man. I think the Bills will win, but like six and a half, right? That's a that's a lot. It's gonna be a three point. They just don't have it on offense. They're like. You know, blow anybody away. No, like you're, you're going to have to score a touchdown more than the Every other team. Every game is close. Like I'm good with four points, five points maybe, but you get that six and a half, no, I can't do uh, it. Did you say that though? It's like don't uh, – talking about the Dolphins 0-7, don't come around now and be a fan that we're 2-7. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're and not that's coming. The truth. They're not coming around anyway. <laughs> no, they're not. They're not, except for uh, that one dude. Dolphins fan here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Dallas is on the road to Detroit. Is Matt Stafford playing? It's last I heard – he was probably not playing. Even if he does, he's probably limited. I wish I would have known this last week when I was making <laughs> picks. I'm taking Dallas to cover minus four. It's four and a half, yeah. And, and, half. and that's the tough thing about picking on Thursday. We always lock these in now. So, you know, injury reports are always subjective later. But anyway. Where's the game at? It's in Detroit. And four and a half? Four and a half I, for Dallas. I got to go Dallas because I, I just don't think Stafford will play. All right, we're all going Dallas, and that's the same thing. I just think that Detroit's a completely different team without uh, – Uh, Stafford in there. So Denver, this is a big one, on the road to Biggie's Minnesota Vikings. That was the skull horn, I believe. Um, Anyway. (laughs) The Vikings destroy bad teams at home. I'm taking the Vikings to cover 10.5. They're going to cover that 10.5. I like that. All right. Stealing playing? Or does it matter? He could sit this one out. (laughs) Captain Kirk's running this Star Trek. Uh, I'm also going Vikes. I am too, just because I think Denver is a dumpster fire, and there, there's it's just it's at home. If it was at Denver, yeah. there's no way that it would be that. But you right. know, I, I don't see that being a close game at all. Houston on the road at Baltimore might be your game of the week right here. Baltimore is a four and a half point home favorite. The second most favorite game of the week for me to watch as the Patriots are off a bye this week. I'm taking Houston with the points. I love Deshaun Watson. 
Give me the Texans <laughs> with the points, baby. I'll say this, and that's my favorite line, but we shit on Lamar Jackson in the preseason. Well, not me, not today. I'm going Ravens all day long. Woo! I'm siding with Biggie on this one. I'm going with Houston, and I, I'm not even sure who wins this game. I think Baltimore still might win. You all keep shitting, boys. <laughs> it's, it's not worked so far. Eventually, it'll work. That's insanity, though. <laughs> All right, Jacksonville on the road against the Colts. So that's going to put some butts in the seats right there. The Colts are a three-point home favorite. You know why I love to ride the fighting Frank Wrights. I can no longer do it. Adam and Terry needs to retire. I don't know who's playing quarterback. He does. Give me the Jags and that big magic Nick Foles. He's first game back, He's right? back. Let's He's roll, back, baby. baby. He had a presser this week where he talked about his faith and belief, and that's how it carries him through life. I'm a Nick Foles fan now. So, I'm sorry I missed the spread where the game was. It's a three-point. The Colts are a three-point home favorite. All right, gotcha. Uh, I'm going to go with the – oh, this is a tough one. <laughs> and basically, yeah. if the Colts are a three-point favorite, that means Vegas <laughs> thinks it's a uh, coin flip. They're giving them three because they're at home. Uh, I'm 10 games behind Biggs. I've got to go Colts. i got to make up some ground He's here. He's got to make up some ground here. All right, Nolans on the road against Tampa Bay. Oh, I, I wrote it down already. Who'd you pick? Who'd you pick? I'm also going with Jacksonville like Biggie oh. because I just think the Colts are not going to be the same with Brissett being banged up. He's not playing, right? I mean, he, they're, he might play, air. but it's yeah. just – Nah. He's conservative even when he does play. And you know I love me some Nick Foles, baby. Yeah. It's going to happen. All right, on the road to Tampa Bay where they are a five-and-a-half-point road favorite. I got the Saints to cover. I'm with you on that Saints, one. Saints, just put me down. Yeah, that's an easy one. I can't believe it's not bigger. I'm I, surprised that five-and-a-half's – they win by a touchdown. Easiest pick of the week for me. Yeah. Can I change my Colts pick? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know Brissett wasn't playing. <laughs> but you got to gain ground on Biggie at this point. He right. may or may I, not. I, I'll roll with it. All right, you let sure? It let it roll. All right, we're gonna let it roll. Oh, wide left. All right, he fingled it. <laughs> so the Jets and the Redskins. I'm sorry, that might why, be. The, why do all kickers suck this year? I don't know. Nobody can make a kick. It's uh, the footballs are juiced. Life lesson. That's why we got to take these kickers out of fantasy and put it in with the flex. I can't Life. do that, man. Life is still matter. point games. <laughs> they score points. They count. No, they don't. don't. <laughs> Life lesson for the dozens. And, and dozens of you listening to this. Have your child play soccer. Teach them to kick a football. They'll play 20 years in the NFL and they'll make $20 million. Yeah, absolutely. And you can play till you're 45. Pretty Correct. much. <laughs> It depends on, you know, by that point, they might be able to play to 50. Who knows? All right, so I, I lot earlier. Maybe two defenses. Can we do that? Uh, the kickers? No, I don't want to change <laughs> tradition. I uh, like our classic league. Yes. was, you know, the same from 1998. Can't like. we just get rid of the stupid four-point field goals? I was in agreement. Though. I know. We got outvoted. I would agree with that. I need you as commissioner. To just to, no, no, we're, we're, we're not going to be deputies here. We're, we're going to do the right thing. But you can use your sphere of influence to convince people to vote the right way. How about we just, since nobody reads my emails anyway that I send out before the league starts, Ooh. I'll put it in the fine print. Yes, we'll do it there. <laughs> oh, you already picked. <laughs> yeah, doing that real small aerial black. It's that time again, folks. <laughs> and then kickers are no longer included. Oh, no, they're all three points. <laughs> there you go. 
Because you, you know, if you kick a field goal from fifty yards, how much how much it's, is it worth? It's stupid. Why would we? Uh, just, I don't know. Maybe next year we can add punters. There you go. <laughs> Might as well. I mean, I, how many points do I get for a down ball inside the ten? Stop. Seven. Move, move on. All right. So I was trying to say earlier before we got derailed with fantasy football I'll just say shenanigans. You throw this one. There's a reason. Oh my God! I just want to do the picks and the Jets. Come on. What? I don't care what the two and a half. I don't care this. Okay. I still got the Jets, baby. Oh, you see, you ruined my thunder. You had to jump in there, didn't you? Swamp Mono, I picked them. That's my preseason darling. I can't get away from them now. <laughs> Don't quit me, baby. Yeah. I'm still good for you. Yeah. <laughs> Jets. I'm also taking the Jets to cover to it's, cover that two and a half. How it's we not the Jets alone plus two and a half, right? No, the Reds. Actually, I, we were alone. I was alone for the, the Colts. Redsk- yes, Redsk- the Jets are the two and a half point underdog. Yeah, oh, give me the Jets, Jets baby. Hmm. Why is this so complicated? I'm no we do this every week. This is ridiculous. Shenanigans. All right. Going on to that game with another huge spread. The Cardinals or Cardinals. The Cardinals are on the road with the 49ers. The Niners are a ten and a half point favorite. Ooh, that's a big spread. That's big. I, I'm gonna take the Cardinals plus the uh ten and a half points. I think that San Francisco definitely wins this game, but it's kind of close like it was last time. I'm going with the Niners because the Cardinals running game's a dumpster fire right now. He don't know who to commit to. I was going to go with the Cardinals, but for some reason I, I pulled a Mr. Brown and I need to gain some ground on Biggie, so I went with the Niners. I think it's going to be close to that 10-point area. I'm I'm hoping that the Niners cover. Give me George Kittle back in the lineup. That'll be the difference. Arizona yeah, plus 10 and a half. Y'all's missing it all up today. <laughs> We're out of practice. It's been two weeks. Get these guys some bears. Dude, and we, we've probably got some other lone wolves My on here, don't we? That's it. Wait a minute. Biggie was a lone wolf on Buffalo. Oh. There we go. Right now. And you were on the, the, the Colts. The ship is sailed. No, oh. do it. All right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how, that's how confident I am. Oh, the, the, the wolf pup. I like that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the Cardinals plus ten and a half. Let's go, Kenyon Drake. All right, mi- uh, Mr. Brown and myself have a, a matchup here, where my Bengals uh, are o- on the road against Oakland. It's a ten and a half point Oakland. That's a big spread though for a Raiders game. Yeah, so uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm I'm going to take the Bengals. The first time all year, I am taking Cincinnati. Not that I think they're going to win. But they are not going to get beat by 10 points. I almost don't blame you because, I mean, Raiders, every time they win, it's like within Mm. six points or less. So are you taking the Bengals too? I'm not. (laughs) Mad Max Crosby, two sacks, (laughs) and Farrell might even get one and a half. I am – Oakland's going to win this game. There's no way they lose it. I just – Wait, what? Like you just said, they usually win by a touchdown or seven. Give me Cincinnati in the back. Oh, welcome to the dark I'll side. Take the Bengals plus ten and a half. There's a no touchdown. way. Hey, with Finley, a, a garbage like it. touchdown pass with a minute left takes 27-10 to 27-17. I guarantee you, this is the most <laughs> added defense in the league this week for this fantasy is, purposes. <laughs> hey, well, just so everyone knows, a whole lot. I, mean, I was on Finley it before everybody had him in the black hole. Yeah. When Finley sees freaking the, the shoulder pad, spike shoulder pads and the little gorillas running around, he's just going to freaking <laughs> cave. He's going to fall to the ground and hey, sack man. himself. Well, he's a grown man. He's 36 years old. It's just I'm not certain. No. It's the Raiders. 
Hey, this is Cincinnati Super Bowl, man. Don't think mm-hmm. that they're not going to give it everything they got. Mm. <laughs> it's not too late to trade all their shiny toys, man. It is now. The yeah. trade in line up fast. Cut Wait a minute. That means Mr. Brown is the lone wolf yet again. Are you confident this time? I can Pow! I can... That was uh, <laughs> John Madden Wolf in, in the wild. <laughs> Pow! And Jessica had the prettiest puppy. <laughs> All right, the Patriots are on the road against Philly, where they're a a three-and-a-half-point road favorite. Patriots. Well, that was obvious. Are we all taking New England? I am. I am, too. That's simple. Um, All right, the Bears on the road against the Rams. This is a battle of utility between a couple teams that really kind of started sucking here lately, but the Rams are a a six-and-a-half-point home favorite. This was one of the tougher games for me to pick just because I expect the Rams to be so much better on offense, but they have struggled. I want the Bears plus the points. I'll, I'll take the Rams. I'm taking the Rams also. That's an easy pick for me. Biggs, you're the lone wolf on the Bears. Can you make a bear noise instead of a wolf noise? <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the swamp monster. <laughs> All right, last but not least, Monday night, Biggie's. Wild card Chargers (laughs) are at home, and they're a four-point underdog against the Kansas City Chiefs. Only four points. That's crazy. So I'm taking the Chiefs in Mexico City to put the last nail. Is that where this is at? Yep. Is the altitude going to affect anybody? Well, well, it won't affect Phillip Rivers. I know that. But it puts (laughs) the final nail in the coffin of him as the Chargers future. Chiefs cover. I don't know that air quality does funny things to people. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I'm going to go Chargers. Ooh, going out mm-hmm. on a limb. So are they going to win or just cover? I don't know. Cover. I mean, I hope the, they win, though. The Chargers are one of those teams that always play close games. I'm letting my homerism shine through here because I need the Chiefs to lose. You need the Chiefs to lose. Yeah. Because the Chargers aren't going to be coming up the rear anytime no, soon. absolutely not. Well, Chiefs. I'm going Chiefs because Chiefs are easily going to take that one. Chiefs. I, I don't care where it's at. All right, we got several lone wolves, and maybe not because of uh, our prowess at picking here, but more or less just because we're trying to be different than Biggie. (laughs) But we'll take that. Whatever works. All right, so here's hoping that we'll pass these uh, Bleacher Report scumbags that actually get all the time, money, and resources and get paid to do this for a living. And we're showing that average schmucks like us can be out in somebody's garage in the middle of Podunk, West Virginia, and do just as good of a job. So hopefully we're going to actually come out on the, the, the top end this time. Well, we were rusty. We couldn't even get the lone wolf right, so we'll get her better next week. I don't know. I, maybe the magic of editing will help that out. We'll see how that goes. We'll see. <laughs> All right, well, that's all for the show this week. I know we got some big-time college football. We also have, uh, you know, NBA seasons. Have you watched any NBA yet? I mean, I know you guys are Bulls fans. Are you enjoying any of that so far? A little bit here and there. I'm kind of disappointed in Boylan as coach, but I knew I would be. But uh, I've liked what I've seen and the glimpses of Kobe White's top end and so, so you guys were ripping on my, my musings there, but one of the things I said that got a little bit of a response from people is I said James Harden would miss 1,200 shots this year, and he is on pace to miss 1,279 right now. Dude, the last time I looked, he was averaging like 36.5 points a game, and his shooting percentage was like 36.2 from the field. How is that possible? 
I'm just counting on him not to miss any time. <laughs> I, I've never seen anything like this in the NBA. I was watching it last night against the Clippers. For one, he's a turnover waiting to happen. He's so sloppy with the ball when he drives to the basket. And all he does is like sit there and gun up shots after shots. He's like that guy in the Y League who just keeps gunning threes, <laughs> no matter if he's making it or not. And he's still going to jack up 25 a game to the point where his teammates start getting pissed off and would probably take yeah, him in the back and that's a kick good the analogy. shit out of him. That's a good analogy. He's like the worst guy at the Y you don't want on your team. Right. Because, yep. like, you know you're just not going to have Even fun. Even if you win not the game, you're not defense. involved. You're not having fun. Not passing. No. It just, Flopping. Like, yep. I'm not even going to take the wide open layup. Just watch me throw up this three from half court. Like, it, it's it's painful to watch. But he's the 10th guy, so he's got to be on somebody's team. <laughs> no, he ain't the 10th guy. He's good. Enough. He's the guy that you're mad at because he's better and he doesn't play like it. But outside of that, you got the Celtics and Lakers. Uh, first time they've been in first place since the Celtics won a title, I believe. Yeah, we had somebody on the page ask, uh, Billy Snyder, I believe, ask us you know, about the renewed rivalry of the Celtics and the Lakers. To me, yeah, the Celtics have a great record, but they don't have the star power that the Lakers have. I mean, you got to think in the 80s, that was two well-oiled machines coming out of the conference just battling out. Well, if you just look back to a decade ago, they met in the finals two times, Celtics right. winning once, Lakers winning once, but they were such older players at that time. It's somewhat where it is now that the Celtics have some younger guys and they could make a run and it could be Lakers-Celtics. Lakers team's old. LeBron's older. You know, it's just not going to be the same. And I, I love the Kimball Walker fit so much better than Irving. And I know Irving's blowing it up in uh, Brooklyn, but yeah. it's just a better fit for Boston. Yeah, he's definitely... Irving's definitely the more talented player. And Kimba's the better fit for he's Boston. He's less devious. I'm just not getting that excited because it's November. Yeah, I agree. With I that. mean, a lot, a lot of. I feel like the NBA season, especially now that they started earlier, there's so many gaps in games. Plus these freaking things where these guys are sitting down because they can't play back to backs and all this stuff. Like it's just, it's hard for me to get excited about the NBA season. Well, the shocker for me. Oh, and I agree with all that what you just said about the about the game management. Jordan came out and said that. Uh, you know, my guys are paid to play 82 games. He just drew the line in the sand for the – not the yep. Bobcats, the Hornets again. Uh, that's how relevant <laughs> they are. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, he and I agree with that. And then, actually, for whatever reason, I guess LeBron had to piggyback off of that and said, I'm playing all 82 if I'm healthy, which shocked he, me. Because he yeah. wants to be the GOAT. But he uh, he never cared about – well, he thought he was self-proclaimed anyway. But he's just leading, ask him, he'll tell you. He's leading the league in assists this year so far to love it. That's crazy. Is that going to last? I mean, he's got guys around him he can share with. Yeah, he's got a team around him. You so, know, I got to say, this is my one. I'm going to do a little 20-second rant here where I run out of breath at the end of it. That's my <laughs> biggest pet peeve when it comes to watching the NBA now. LeBron could come back off of last season, first time he was injured, not making the playoffs, and he could dominate. He could go out there and just do it every night. Nope. He's got a hashtag everything, revenge season, LeBron this, LeBron that, where... It's got a trend on social well, I'm media. I'm just saying, if if you're great, other people tell you, just go play the doggone game, man. Frustrating. Well, that, that was touching. Well, you know, And I agree. <laughs> but you know how Jordan was a self-proclaimed goat without saying anything? He, he didn't have to say he, it. No, but he would go out and crush 10 beers and then come out and drop 40 on you nope. the next day. That's the thing. He didn't take care of his out. body. He was just that good and that competitive. He would just come out and destroy you with a hangover. I mean, he, he's kind of like that that welder that you know, stays out drinking all night and still wakes up at 6 a.m. to go working. Kind of yeah. like, like Babe Ruth. You know, yeah. I'm saying, years l- later. Lunch fail mentality. You know? it's all I like good. it. Hey, you know what? It makes me feel like they're one of us, except for, you know, 
very much more skilled at their trade. (laughs) LeBron's like Drago from the 80s. You shoot him with this and you shoot him with that. They're supposed to be this machine, but they break down. Are you saying LeBron's on steroids? Is that what I said? Biggie just claimed that LeBron James is on steroids. Tune in next week as we discuss what kind. (laughs) Perfect.